Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we're releasing a short daily devotional for your marriage. Over these 66 days, we'll be sharing one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talking about how it applies to your life and marriage. Listen to all 66 episodes of these and you'll have a better understanding of God's word and his perfect plan for your marriage. Let's dive in to today's scripture. Hey there, and welcome back to our Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are on day 26. I can't believe it. It's just flying by. Time is flying. It is. And we're in the book of Ezekiel in chapter 26, verse 36. It says this, and I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I love this verse so much. We've already touched on the heart and how it can be deceitful, deceitful above all things. But with God's help, it can, we can have that heart of flesh we've talked about before. And I love how it says stony and stubborn heart, because don't we all have seasons of life where we're having a stony and stubborn heart where if it's like, it's like nothing can penetrate our heart, not even yeah. our spouse. Yeah, so and, and we just kind of, you know, we just kind of shut down a little bit towards maybe even God and, and the people we love in our life. And it just shows us that with God's help, that he can transform our heart. He wants to do that. He wants to give you a whole new nature, you know, mm-hmm. and not just like your, your physical heart, but the heart representing the core of who you are. Yes. And it says a and, new spirit. Yeah. A, a new spirit, a new way of thinking, you know, a rebirth. That's what being born again. That's why the Bible says we need to be born again. It's a, it's a spiritual rebirth that really changes our nature from our old sinful nature to now having a nature that's being led by Christ mm-hmm. and guided by his, his spirit. And so that's got to be our goal. And if two people were, are both committed to that kind of spiritual heart transplant in their lives, then that, that marriage is going to thrive. It is. And, you know, I, I think that we need to realize that we are flawed human beings. You know, there's, there's a lot of debate over this and even in kind of uh, parenting circles, there's all this debate over the nature versus nurture and nature versus nurture. And like, are, are we born with a sinful nature or are we born blank slates? You know, there's all this kind of different theory on it, but I think the Bible is very clear that, um, that we, you know, not that like a a precious, innocent baby is just all of a sudden just completely sinful, but just as human beings, the longer we're here on earth, like we have that pull towards sin. We have that pull. We're born with we're in a broken world. Right. You know, you know, just like a child can be born with an illness. We're born spiritually with the sickness of of sin. And you see it as soon as like a kid can start talking and walking, doing anything, they'll 
they'll they'll do rebellious things. Yeah. It's just inside of us, you know. Right. And, and now there's all a lot of precious stuff in there too, of course, because we're created yes. in God's image and we're precious and we're you know we're beautifully and wonderfully made and all those things. But the the sin nature is a real thing. Like we're yeah. we're struggling against just this sin sickness that has been passed down. Uh, since yeah. the very first couple. Well, exactly. You know, at the very beginning of Summer of Scripture, we talked about Adam and Eve and the fall and just how, I mean, here they had everything. They had a perfect life here on earth. Like the way that God created it, it was perfection. And yet it wasn't good enough for them. Like our our, our human kind of reality in, in the sinful nature is that we feel like God's holding out something on us. Yeah. We do. And, uh, and it's just, it's just the reality we live in our kid. I mean, like Dave said, you can see it in your own children. And so I think there's no debate about that. And the Bible keeps on coming back to it. And so we have a need, like there is a void in our life without God, you know, th- back in the nineties, when we were in church, they'd always say, there's a God sized hole in your heart, you know? Right. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it made sense to me. Like I remember being a teen and being like, yeah, yeah. I felt like something's missing. You know, some people say it's that part of us that longs for heaven. We never quite feel totally at home here because we want to be, we're made for heaven. We're right. made for the garden. Like we want to go back to the garden. We want to go back to that union with God where there there's perfection and we're not perfect. Like we serve a perfect God and, and God knows while we're here on earth, it's not going to be perfect, right? That's why he sent Jesus. That's why he's, he's our ever present help in our time of need. And he's with us. But I think that the first thing we need to do as Christians, but also even as married people is realize our own frailty and realize our need for God. And, and not, you know, like not be so prideful to think that we don't need God. Cause I think that that pride is such a dangerous zone. Yeah. And I think if I learn anything from this verse in Ezekiel, it's just like having the humility to recognize the need for surrender to God and the need for God to fill. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or ten bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. that void in your life. I mean, that's huge. It really is. It's just, I mean, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, which means Mm -hmm. like blessed are those who recognize Mm -hmm. that they, they desperately need a savior. They, they need that new heart. Right. Because God wants to give it to you. Yeah. He really, really does. Well, and, and, you know, Jesus, when he came to earth, who did he really, you know, who was really drawn to him and who did he really go to those people who were poor in spirit? 
He went to the lost sheep. He went to people who were like, I'm not worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like it was the people who weren't prideful. Not that he didn't still love those people and die for those people. He did, but he got so angry at the Pharisees. You know, they referred to them as whitewashed tombs. Like, so here they are void, still needing that God, you know, the God, they have the huge gaping God-sized hole that needs to be filled, but they're all pretty on the outside. All think they're holy, but they're they're dead inside. Dead inside. And it's all about the heart. You know, I, um, tell you a quick version of, of this story, but I, I grew up in a town where there was a young man named Brian. Um, he passed away tragically and his, his, uh, organs were donated and his parents went to visit the man who'd received their son's heart. And the mom hugged that man and just hugged him and hugged him and tears were rolling down her, her eyes. And, and she said, I've, I've waited for this moment for so long because when I hold you close to me, I can feel my son's heart beating inside of you. And I feel like that's that's kind of a, a picture of what it, the, our first moments in heaven are going to be like. I feel like when we first get there, when we step from this life into eternity, I, I feel like God the Father is going to wrap his arms around us. The arms that created the universe are going to wrap his arms around us. And I think he wants to say to us what Brian's mom said. I think God himself is going to want to say to you, when I hold you close to me, I can feel my son's heart beating inside of you. I can feel I can feel the heart of Jesus. You've had that new heart. My son gave you a new heart. You've got his spirit within you. Welcome home, my son. Welcome home, my daughter. That's really what it's about, guys. I mean, that's that's what life's about. That's what God wants for you. He wants to bring you into his family. Jesus made that possible. He died on the cross paying the price for our sins. He conquered death, hell, and the grave by rising from the dead. And all authority is his. And if we'll put our faith in him, if we'll receive that gift of salvation that he has given us, it's a free gift that we we don't deserve. We receive it by grace. Then we're adopted into God's family. He gives us that new heart and life can be changed. And if, if you've never made that decision, then let today, let today be that decision. We're, we're right here listening to a podcast you just reach out to God. The Bible says, all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. If you just say, Jesus, save me today. Forgive me of the way that I've lived. Give me that new heart. I know that you died for my sins. I don't, I don't understand why you love me, but I, I believe that you do. I believe that your word is true, and I'm asking you to save me. Make me into the person I was meant to be. Help me live my life for you. Give me a new heart today. Yeah. And he will. And if you reached out in faith to do that, then welcome to God's family. Welcome. And just rest in the knowledge of knowing that God loves you, that you're you're part of his family forever. And he wants you to he wants you to thrive. He does. And you know, if you are listening to this and watching this and you're like, I'm I'm like a prodigal son or prodigal daughter, I just say, come on home. Yeah, like don't back. feel like you can't come home because, you know, you maybe made this decision that, that Dave just shared with people who haven't made that decision. Like you prayed that sinner's prayer and you accepted Christ maybe at a young age, but maybe life has just been hard and you've fallen away. I just, I just encourage you to recommit your life to Christ today because he's right there. Literally turn, turn around and he's right there. You call his name. He is right there. You are still his son. You are still his daughter and you're never too far gone. And I just say, it just takes that turning around and and letting him wrap his arms around you saying like, welcome home. And we want to welcome you home. And listen, all of us go through hard things, but 
but we all, and we all need to be renewed all the time. I mean, that's why it's so clear in the Bible, how much this is, this isn't just a one-time decision. It's every day, you know, picking up your cross, it talks about and how we're, we're, we're laying down our own plans and surrendering our lives to Christ. And so let today be a, be a new day for you where you do have that heart, you know, that is, that is soft, that is for Christ and that you have that renewed spirit and, and even the Holy Spirit, like maybe you've not even been tuned into the Holy Spirit because you've been running away from Christ, but you're missing it. You know, the Holy Spirit is a gift that we, that we, we get when we are Christ followers. And, and, and one of the descriptors of the Holy Spirit is, is him being a comforter. And I just want to encourage those of you who've fallen away, let the Holy Spirit comfort you today. Come back home. Come back home. I love it. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Share this one with, with somebody who might need it. Maybe somebody that doesn't yet know the Lord, or maybe they, they, they do know the Lord, but they're just going through a hard time and they need yeah. to be reminded of his mercy. I think today's episode could be an encouragement to them. And join us tomorrow. We'll be on day 27 in the book of Daniel, one of the most adventurous, inspiring books in all the Bible. So we will see you tomorrow.